Hey, this is Jilly Woodhouse on the Osteo Business Podcast, talking all things osteo business. Here's Jilly Woodhouse, an author, speaker, award-winning business coach, and passionate advocate of osteopathy. Let's talk about thinking like a successful practice owner. As business owners, we've all started out with nothing but an idea, because that's all it is at the beginning, an idea to start a business and, and to set about building something, something we can be proud of, something that serves our community, the community we love, something that fulfills us in our daily toil, because if we don't enjoy doing it, we're not going to do it, are we? We're not going to take enjoyment out of our work. And something that provides for us and our family, and I mean properly provide for us and our family, not a hand-to-mouth existence. However, whilst most of those boxes are ticked, the one which most often is only half ticked is the financial one. Surprisingly, the block can be in our very own thinking, not in our actual reality. Our entrenched beliefs and actions can stymie our results and ensure that we fail, or at least not reach our full and fabulous potential. And that's something throughout my life that I've always wanted to reach my potential and I've always wanted to help other people reach their potential. And the thing that that drives me nuts the most is things, people not reaching their potential. I don't know why, it's something deep within me. And the problem in our beliefs can be found in various key areas, time being one of them. I have to spend all week treating or I'm letting my patients down. I have to work from early in the morning, squeeze people in early, lunch, late, have no lunch at all. I can't let them down. This little sucker keeps us running wildly on the hamster wheel with no time left to forecast, to plan or develop our services, develop the clinic. There's just no time. Let's look at energy. There's so much to do that I have to work into the evening and weekends. I've got all the accounts to do, the admin, letters to write, bills to pay, banking to do. As an exhausted busy bee spinning so many plates, we've no more fuel left in our tank. Multiple urgent tasks sap our energy and leave us unable to see a way out of the chaos. The belief here is that we must do everything ourselves or we failed. We end up too tired to see another way to handle this. That's something I see a huge amount of, that inability to get rid of smaller tasks that take up our energy. Um, indeed, I was talking to a client this week who had taken time to look at where she was using up masses of her energy and something that I'd uh, 
recommended a while ago and she'd decided that actually maybe it was a good idea to get rid of what I call 10 pound tasks. And she um, said that uh, as from this week, she's now hired a cleaner to clean her home because she would get in from a very, very busy week and then see the house upside down, topsy-turvy, dirty, needing a good clean. And she just didn't have the energy to do it. So she now has someone who does it for her and gives her that energy back. And the great thing about that is she's also giving that lady some extra money so she can treat her kids. So it's a good thing that she's doing. She's giving employment to someone else in the village who's now earning um, you know, nice little sum every week for extras for the family. So it's, it's not a failure to look at where we're using up all our energy and seeing where we can delegate some of that out. The next one is money. Having checked out other similar businesses, I've set my fees to somewhere in the middle. This most common way of setting pricing is often rooted in our beliefs about money and even our worth. No consideration is given to the value we offer in exchange for the fee and even less to our costs and what our break-even figures are. Most people don't know where their break-even figure is. How many patients a week do we need to see to break even? That's a good figure to know. Then there's the intrinsic value we offer. That person who comes to us lonely and scared and who left feeling cared for and understood or that person who finally understands the real problem behind their pain. But the successful practice owner has nailed these issues and is thriving. How? Well, let's take time. We have regular time struck out of our diary in order to work on our business and not just in it. So myself and the team, we meet every Thursday lunchtime. We plan ahead. We look at how we can further develop our services and implement new strategies. We continuously streamline and automate our systems, freeing up monumental amounts of precious time to use however we wish. And we outsource all those pesky jobs and tasks which steal our time and keep us playing small. That saves masses of time. Then protecting our energy. When we're trying to be all things to all men, we can soon end up resenting our clients or patients. We have a feeling of dread upon waking and have to haul ourselves to work. After we've given everything we have to our partner, our kids, our team and our work, we're so done in that we can feel numb. To protect ourselves from this outcome, we have to draw distinct boundaries around our energy. We can take time out for exercise, meditation or reflection. 
Our systems can handle much of the grunt work, which frees our energy to do more important tasks. We also share the work we have between the team, letting them take some of the strain so that we can stay strong and energetic. There's nothing wrong in sharing the work amongst the team so that nobody gets exhausted. So moving on to managing the money gremlin. Setting our fees is so often wrapped up in our own feelings of self-worth. But when we refuse to hamper our success by understanding our true value and worth, we can break free and see a limitless future. When we stop double guessing what people will pay us and begin putting a value on the results we bring, we find freedom from that pesky money gremlin. That ugly fellow who sits on our shoulder whispering in our ear, people won't pay that. What are you thinking? Who do you think you are? When we bat that wee pest off our shoulders and reevaluate our worth, we can get more realistic. We can ask ourselves, where am I on the scale of Primark to Prada? Which is my favourite question to ask clients. Are we cheap with shoddy service and dismal surroundings? Or are we valuable, providing world-class service and excellence in all we do whilst delivering tangible results? There's one of my clients who was fearful of putting his prices up because the chap um, down the road was um, was pricing himself quite low and I was encouraging my client to raise his prices significantly and he was extremely fearful that all the business would go to the cheap bloke if you like <laughs> but you see there's different people who like different things and my example here is always that if my husband and I went into a hairdresser's for the first time I would choose the top stylist, the most expensive, because my hair is important to me. I like it to be cut well and look good. My husband wouldn't want to spend over a hundred quid on a haircut. No way. So he'd be happy to choose the guy who sweeps up the hair on the floor and who's practicing and charges 10 quid because then he's thinking to himself, he's saved over 90 pounds. And then he's happy. So it's horses for courses. There will always be those people who want to save money and will choose the cheaper option. And there will always be those like myself who will pay for um, better surroundings, a better experience, outcomes. But we can see from testimonials that other people have got. So it's a whole, there's a lot more to it than just what the number is for the allotted time. A lot more to it. So, you know, if there was um, a dismal practice, which was dirty, um, and I've heard people report this, they've said, oh, they wouldn't, didn't want to take their shoes off because the carpet was crunchy. You know, you're not going to pay 200 quid for that experience, are you? 
So we mustn't listen to that gremlin. We must look at the business ourselves and see, you know, what is a fair fee for the outcome we give patients. So listen and read your enthusiastic five-star testimonials until you believe how good you are. Doing that now and again on a tough day is definitely worthwhile. But that helps you also to realise that people will pay you a decent amount of money in exchange for the result that you give them. So once our time, energy and money are prioritised, we can focus on growing a valued and cherished business. And the byproduct of that effort is a happy, healthy, fulfilled and successful practice owner. And there are myriad opportunities right there in front of us, especially now. Especially now. And including freedom from self-limiting beliefs, because that's ultimately what they are. They stop us from getting the results that we want. So if you happen to be struggling with any of these key issues, we do need to talk. and. Our team are acutely focused on ensuring that you excel and exceed your goals. And much of the hard work, the time consuming stuff and even the mind boggling tasks that you can't abide, we'll just do them for you. Saving you time, energy and even money. And that's liberating. So get in touch with me via Instagram or email me jilly at osteobiz.com and let's talk. Thanks for listening to the Osteo Business Podcast. Remember to like, follow and subscribe on all Jilly's channels, which can be found in the show notes. Jilly's back soon with more tips, ideas and strategies to build your thriving practice.